everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's going pretty well. Uh, before we get into the story of why, the cocktail of the week is the prickly pear margarita. I have prepared one for us, despite the fact that it's not quite noon, and it's sitting on the table, so we're both going to try it. It's like in between us, and we're both looking at it with some, uh, me with trepidation. Now, just remember, when you put it down, you have to put it on the plate, because this thing is like bright red, and it's going to stain everything it When touches. we get into the why, it will explain why I'm looking at it with fear in my heart. Oh, that's freaking delish. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, it's got on. a sugared rim. It's your dad drinking the prickly pear margarita. Ooh, that is really good. Okay. Okay. I admit it's good. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's jump right into it. Well, I, this week, so we're in the Keys. Finally, we've done a road trip to the Keys. We've been here for a day. And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about what we've been doing and what it has to do with prickly pears. So we'll, let's talk about the prickly pears first, and then we'll <laughs> go back and recap the road trip. How yeah, about that? Good. Um, all right. First off, before we do any of that, how's Queso? <laughs> awesome. She's great. Awesome. She's less tilty as some uh, astute observers of yes. our social media have noticed. Her head is less tilty. She's still a bit swaggery, yep. but um, but generally seems to be at least as good, but probably better than she was. And she's real happy to be down she here in She's so the interested in sniffing everything and yeah. patrolling things and checking stuff out. It's great. Yeah, she's very excited. So, uh, so her, yeah, all right. For her, very excited. Yeah, there's the queso bit. Um, okay, so in the front yard of our house, we have a prickly pear cactus. And if you've seen prickly pear cactuses before, they're cute little cactuses. They're maybe a foot or two across. They're like little edging landscaping details. Uh, yeah, our prickly pear cactus is like seven feet tall and like, I mean, is it 10 feet across? It might be. It might it's more. Happen. It's 15 feet across. I mean, it's, it's, I could lie across it twice, I think. So it's like 10, 10 Huge. feet, 12 feet across. Huge, this cactus. And it has gotten bigger every time we've come as cactuses are wont to do. And so it's kind of in front of our staircase. And so if you try to go between the staircase and the cactus, you can't, you could not anymore. Well, you can, you'll brush into the cactus, which is a big no-no. They have these little hairy spines that like you can barely see. And I think they jump off the cactus. And <laughs> they're, get... they're not like saguaro spines where you can see the spike. It's a, it's a, it's an inch or two long. It's yeah. a big white thing. You can, you can track it. These are almost invisible. Yes. And, uh, they stick in everything. And uh, so poor Queso fell, like stumbled yesterday, landed on the cactus. Terrible. Hopefully her fur was thick enough to protect her. Uh, but Jasmine was like sniffing on the cactus and she had a bunch of the little spines stuck in her poor snoop and I had to pull them out. But she was fighting a porcupine, a little really small porcupine. Teeny tiny porcupine. Yeah. So we're like, all right, well, we have to take care of this and take care of it. Cut and it back. It probably hasn't been trimmed in 20 years. No, probably, uh, they probably planted it as a cute little cactus in 1995 when they built the house and then never did anything. Wow. That's my guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So we're like, all right, we need to take care of this, but you can't touch it. I made this mistake once. So we were in Phoenix and we were walking around. And so I have this problem where if we walk past someone who has like a fruit tree or some kind of... Coconuts certainly coconuts now vegetables like when we were at the library of congress they have an herb garden where i may have picked some <laughs> like if there's food growing on trees i'm often inclined to thieve a little bit of it 
Because it's nature. It's there for everybody. Yeah. So we walked past this person's house, and I think it was a person's house. Somewhere on the side of the road, there was a prickly pear cactus. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, those are prickly pears. You can eat them. I've never had one. I saw it on the Internet. They're fruits. Yeah. So let's get one. And so I just reached down and grabbed one. Because it looks all smooth. It looks like a <laughs> you peach. You look at it, and it looks smooth. But it, it's, it is not it has tons of little spines. And oh so I just God. grabbed it with my bare hand and brought it back. And I mean, it was days. And then they, they break off in your skin if you're not careful, even if you are careful. And so they're just in there. And then that's like, if you touch something with that part of your hand, it's like this super painful jolt. So I have learned. And when we bought the house and we had this, I was like, all right, I need to figure out something with these prickly pears. And so something on the internet. So if you get a blowtorch, <laughs> You just run the blowtorch over it, and it burns the spines off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just run the blowtorch over it. Like, it's no big deal. You get a freaking blowtorch, and you blow fire at this fruit. It's very fun. It's crazy. And yet, and yet, after I thoroughly blowtorched, like, sometimes over-blowtorched them, there was, I still got spines in my It's like hands. something out of a horror movie. You can't destroy it with fire. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, we're like, all right, we got to cut it back. And so we went to Home Depot, and it's like, how are we going to haul out? Uh, we're going to cut a ton of this thing off because it's so big. Yeah. How are we going to haul it out? So we ended up getting one of these dumpster in a bags, which is like, it's sort of like the same fabric as an Ikea bag, except it's like 15 feet long and 8 feet wide, and it's got handles on it. And you fill it up, and then like you call waste management, and they come pick it up. We'll see about the last part because yeah. we haven't tried that <laughs> yet, but we've filled it up. <laughs> yeah, so we're like, and so we got some gloves. Dear Dad was smart, and he got like a pair of rubber like electrician's gloves, and then a pair of like leather garden gloves. I just had the garden gloves, but I was smart enough to wear shoes. You wore flip flops. Yeah, this is we all made mistakes. And so I was like, I had a pole saw, and I was just like sawing limbs off and then gr dad was like carefully grabbing them yeah i had the rubber gloves hands. under the leather gloves yeah because i tried just the leather gloves and those little fuckers just poked right through there yeah. like leather construction gloves not enough yes and so i just had the leather gloves and i wasn't grabbing cactus most of the time but i still had a ton of spines just from like how do they get in there i did not touch the cactus all i did was like, like use the pole <laughs> saw in the vicinity of the cactus they like climbed along the pole saw and gotcha. i don't know what it did uh but the i mean we had to throw the gloves out at the end because yep. they were just full of spikes our uh, clothes too <laughs> and our clothes we threw out all the clothes that we were wearing as well uh <sighs> those things are an awful plant they're really good at protecting themselves and then our neighbor not the evil neighbor but the other one uh she they can see our house like from the top of their staircase they can look into our yard <laughs> if they climb their staircase and angle the right way and look the right way they can see into our yard yeah we're thinking about some landscaping to keep them from doing that uh they're not evil but a lot of people down here, at least in our little neighborhood, are a little bit busybody-like. Oh, my God. Everybody's neighbors want to know too much about yeah. their stuff. This is the cr the curse of neighbors. It can be a blessing of neighbor, but it's mostly why neighbors are always, it's always fraught. So she was like, we haven't seen them in a while, so we were just kind of checking in with each other. And she said, are you guys cutting that whole cactus down and i was like well it's gotten really big like we're getting spikes the dogs are getting spikes like we're cutting it back we're gonna see like maybe we'll cut it down but we're gonna see how it is now she's like well just it takes them a long time to grow that big it would be really sad to cut it down and i was like yeah well we're getting spiked all the time so you're making us want to cut it down more now actually like, i mean now like a 90 percent just want to cut it down because it pisses <laughs> me off that she's telling me that i shouldn't um yeah i did not make that mistake Oh, don't cut it down, Jen. You'd be like, 
it's just like a chainsaw now with like a 20 foot hole on it yeah. uh and the thing is like i had cut off some parts of it like some branches in july and just left them on the ground because i'm like well i'm gonna let them like dry out because they have spikes it'll be easier to pick them up they still i mean they looked a little shriveled they didn't have any fruits on them in july and they had bloomed and fruited disconnected from the main plant we do have to plant a few of those shovels again i guess what are they called leaves the paddles paddles you can just take a paddle that you've cut off a prickly pear and stick it on some dirt and then it will root and make a new one we should do that in pots though yes yes you're constrained please yes um so anyway so we, there's about a third of the plant left at least maybe half it's still pretty tall we didn't cut a lot off the top but we we made the diameter much smaller yeah it's now no longer just reaching out and grabbing you every time you're near it but that like what we cut off filled up this dumpster in a bag and then i was like dear dad we're not going to be able to carry that dumpster in a bag and he tried to pull it and like you put all your weight on it, it didn't budge it, it's probably weighs about 300 pounds at least oh i maybe think it's more, more than that so yeah. we cut off like 400 pounds of cactus and then so we had to like tie it to the trailer hitch on my car and drag and it. i had to drag it out to the curb some creative jeep driving and it was not easy it's not like no. you know the thing was like bouncing around it was like great trying to dig itself into the driveway yes yes uh and so, so anyway i was like well i still want to try something with these prickly pears now there's <laughs> which like the plant has made it abundantly clear to you and me that it doesn't want to be touched let alone eaten yeah. nature is really trying to send a signal here that this stuff it's nice and red but you shouldn't eat it oh my god you put one of those prickly pears so the cactus is green like all cactuses but the prickly pears are red like maroon red and if you put them in a food processor, which is what I did, I picked them with like grill tongs and put them in my food processor. I found an internet instruction for this. It's like, I imagine what it would be like if you pulled the heart out of someone and put it in a food processor. It is processor. absolutely blood colored. Yeah. And it's like thick and pulpy like an organ would be. It's so gross. I, uh, so the prickly pears are like the size of a fist, a little bit smaller than that. Um, yeah. So I found a thing on the internet that said, look, don't bother taking the spikes off. It's just going to cause you pain and sadness. Take the prickly pears, put them in the food processor, blend them <sighs> for a long time. And then you get this like super thick pulp with spikes in it. somewhere. It's got the spikes. Now the spikes are sort of smaller because they've been food processed, but you can't drink it. And so then you're going to get an old t-shirt and you're going to strain it through the t-shirt. Like don't use cheesecloth. Don't use normal straining stuff. You need a t-shirt that you're going to throw away when you're done. And uh, so that's what I did. I had like an old red t-shirt and uh, I was not patient enough. I think you have to do it in smaller batches. Like I threw out a lot of the pulp that still had juice in it, mm -hmm. but I got about a cup of juice and, uh, and then the prickly pear margarita, which is our cocktail of the week is one shot of tequila, a quarter ounce of Cointreau, which I don't even know if it's worth it. Um, three quarters of an ounce, half a shot of lime juice. We use key lime juice cause we're in the keys and one ounce of prickly pear syrup. So to make prickly pear syrup, it you basically have like one part, so say one cup of prickly pear juice and half a cup of sugar. And you just basically, you know, I put it on the stove to do it fast, but get those all mixed together. I mean, it doesn't have a very strong flavor, the prickly pear part. It's a bit like a berry, I think. It's kind of like a berry. It's in the direction of a raspberry, perhaps. Yeah, it tastes like. very red. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got a little bit of like a kiwi thing going on. Yeah. Kind of raspberry, strawberry. But it's not, not very strong. I mean, if you no, just took one strong. and bit into it, I don't think you'd feel anything but pain and, and spikes. But yeah. it wouldn't taste very delicious. No, it's like not 
super tangy. It's not sour. It's not really sweet either. It's no. it's pretty. And apparently, I mean, we've heard. I haven't really researched this carefully, but that iguanas eat the fruits when they fall down. Iguanas may eat everything. I'm not sure. So that's nice, but yeah. they also rot. So we and ferment. We, and ferment. So we walked past the, the the cactus two days ago, and it smells just like rotten fermenting. You know, if you've had like apples falling down, and they yeah. they smell f- sour or like they're fermenting, it's not a pleasant. Was not a pleasant plant. It didn't give much no. back. No. It's good at protecting itself, though. Holy smokes! Yeah, so it's still there. I'm still cursing, smaller. cursing it because I still have spikes in my fingers. Me that too. Have broken Me too. off, and you know, if I touch something the wrong way, I can feel it in there. It's just it's a, terrible. It's, it's it's not recommended. No, but after having strained that pulp through a t-shirt for like an hour, there are no spikes left in it. And this prickly pear margarita is good. Yeah, it's very good. But to the experience, to quote you, this is very extremely unpleasant. Yes. <laughs> it was not fun. I mean, we, we probably spent an hour on the cactus, and then we spent an hour pulling spikes out of each other. Yeah, with tweezers and almost like... Tweezers. You know, yeah. a, clo- you know a magnifying glass, because they're so small and so hard to see, these, these little hair-like spikes and i had them everywhere so like i was wearing a skirt and a t-shirt and like an old pair of running shoes and gloves so my hands were full of them but like my chest my stomach how did they get in there i didn't touch the plant i didn't touch myself i didn't touch the plant yet i had spikes all over i had a bunch in my toe i had shoes on Uh, they were everywhere there it's just a great plant at protecting yourself i know we're repeating ourselves but it was a lot of spikes it was terrible terrible. it was terrible so anyway that's taken care of uh that was our big that was a big thing yesterday big project here in the keys but now we got a margarita so i feel like be out of the house anyway yeah we uh so it's been like two and a half months since we were here we were last year on labor day weekend and uh i I normally bug bomb the house all the time, which dear dad makes fun of me about. We didn't bug bomb it that weekend. Right. Um, right. The, the potential hurricane weekend. That's right. Yeah. Um, and we came back and fortunately there were no infestations, but there were like a handful of big ants in the cabinets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, well, let's fucking bomb the hell out of this place. Like, I don't want any, I, you know, they weren't in anything. Like I looked at all the food and stuff. There wasn't any bugs in it, but there were enough of them that it's like, well, they're trying to move in. And uh, so the bug bombs are great. They kill all the bugs. Explain what this is, just for those of you who don't know. So it's, it's a fogger. It's closer to a bomb than you think. <laughs> so it's, a, it's an aerosol can, but it's short. It's sort of the size of a Coke can, maybe a little shorter. And you push a little, like, button, and it shoots this foggy stuff into the house i think it's like a military smoke grenade it's kind of it looks sort of like that with raid in it that kills bugs yeah and so each one of them will treat like 500 square feet of house and they come in like boxes of three or four and so we happen to already have a box here from when i was looking last time (laughs) you're a very good customer of these guys i love these things they work so good i've done them so we did them it's silver spring yeah because we always are getting bugs coming in the basement there and uh I had bombed it, I think, in July. Like, when we when we came down here in July, I bombed the house, and you got up there before I did, and you're like, there's a lot of dead bugs in the basement. Like, they're great. They kill all the bugs in your house. Um, so if you have, like, a roach infestation, it won't take care of it. But if you just got, like, stuff that's getting in, um, it's great. It really kills everything. And so we had to bomb the house, but you need to be out of the house for four hours for the 
whatever aerosol stuff to soak into kills, everything. Kills everything in the house. <laughs> and so uh, we're like, all right, so we're going to like have lunch and then we're going to bomb the house and then we'll work. You know, we've got all this outside stuff to do, so we'll work on it there. And uh, yeah, so we did the cactus and then. And then you had to go get like your running equipment. You I had was to, like, like, oh, go, I forgot. Run inside and forgot my, I, brought, I was smart enough to bring my running clothes outside so I could go for a run during those four hours, but I forgot my hydration pack to drink out of. And so, you know, it'd been like three hours at that point. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to hold my breath and run in and get it. And so I was like, <gasps> <laughs> run in, go pull it Rummage, out rummage, rummage. Yeah. And I still forgot, like, I forgot I had taken, like, the bladder, the thing that actually holds the water out of the pack. So I got out, and I was like, well, damn it. Oh. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, now the bugs in the house are all dead. Mm-hmm. Except there were bugs in the dog food this morning, because the dog food was in, like, an allegedly airtight container, but it was closed, so the smoke didn't, the fog or stuff didn't get in there, and I went to give the dogs, there were these little beetles in there, so I don't know if they had gotten into... The bag, maybe before. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, so then I had to go to Key West and buy more dog food because they had to dump all the stuff we had. So ultimately, unsatisfying because we should have just put a bomb in the dog food. <laughs> <laughs> so we could just thrown out the dog food and then we wouldn't have had to bomb uh, it. We didn't know. Um, so anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so that's the hard part about being away from a house for a while. But that's not going to happen here for maybe ever. Not for a long time. Somebody's going to be here. No. Oh. So the drive down was pretty uneventful. Yeah, we're getting kind of good at it. It's easy with two cars. It's harder when you do one car. Yeah, and five dogs. Uh, I had my cargo space full of stuff because we moved a lot of stuff out of Dad's house, which maybe is going to get sold this week. We don't need to talk about that drama, but nope. um, it, adult advice from GR Mom and GR Dad. We decided to sell his house without real estate agents because someone was interested in it and we're like, you can save a bunch of money. Someone just approached us and said, can I buy it? And we're like, well, sure. this seems easy. We can handle this. Because normally real estate agents take 3%. So each party is paying 3%, which if your house is $100,000 is, you know, a lot of money. And our house was more than $100,000. and $6,000 altogether on a, on a $100,000 house, right? Yeah. Am I doing so, the math? Yeah, yeah, you are. So like, it's a lot of money. And houses in D.C. cost a lot more than $100,000. And so we're like, okay, well, we're going to save all this money. Uh you know, not only do we not have to like put it on the market or stage right. it, or whatever, we don't need to involve them. We'll just do a contract. Because we don't need to market it, right? That's part of the thinking is we don't need a real estate agent to market this because someone just approached us saying, I'll pay. Yeah. Don't ever do this. Don't ever do it. Oh my God. It, there's so much. And I mean, I've known this from like when we bought this house, our realtor was so helpful and like really walked us through all kinds of crazy local stuff that like, I don't know how to do. And, uh, and he was great the whole time and uh for jared dad's house we have not had a realtor and we've for like the last three weeks been cursing ourselves like the over ten thousand dollars it would have cost would absolutely have been worth it to have somebody handling stuff so that house was supposed to get sold last week and um there's mysterious business happening yeah well shadiness mistakes yes it's the process has broken down so uh but I'm a lawyer and I couldn't figure it all out. And I felt like there was stuff I didn't know. And so yeah. you, you know, you end up working with a title company who knows everything and then you're back in business. But 
But still, a real still shady stuff that take if we had had realtors, the problems that happened last week wouldn't have happened. Yeah, but even the, the real estate agent will schedule the inspection and the termite inspection and the appraisal. You know, all this stuff is just easier if you don't have to deal with it, be at the house, do all this stuff. So I think it's probably yeah. money well spent. It, it 100% is. Yep. It'd be nice to go back and undo. But uh, anyway, we don't need to give you all that drama. But it, it's something that like we are not super experienced real estate people, but oh, like... No experienced adulters and we thought we could handle this um yeah it turns out buying a house which we've both done is different than selling a house which we've never done yeah and I, you know i think on the other side like if we were buying a house directly we could have had the same kind of weird shady issues from the other side that were from the sellers that you're having from the buyer now yeah so anyway get realtors if you're selling your house mm. and uh okay. shout out to realtors you guys do a good job yeah uh, so anyway, we have, GR Dad's house is empty now because we thought it was going to be fully sold. And so we brought a ton of stuff down here. Um, I had a roof rack on my Jeep full of stuff. Yeah. Tools and space heaters, space heaters. Cause we don't have heat in the house down here, but occasionally it gets cold, like 65 and yeah. you want it to be That's a when little people warm. put sweaters on their dogs around here. Yeah, like parkas. 60 degrees. Yeah. My dog will freeze. The dog's like, I'm kind of happy without the sweater there. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Mom. This is refreshing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never thought I would get to live in a house that doesn't have heat, doesn't, but doesn't need heat really does not need heat. Here. So both we do not need and we do not have, yeah. um, but space heaters are nice on the occasional cold day. Um, but yeah, so I had Jasmine and Swizzle and they were both little angels in the back seat. They were great together. Uh, which if you watch the snaps, you saw like, they just love to cuddle up on each other. Jasmine would use her as a pillow and they'd lay side by side. They were really good. And I was following the whole time. And so it was cute because they, they look so close to each other. Uh, and it's just hard to tell who's, and, and Swizzle also likes sticking her head out the window of the Jeep to look around, yeah, which both. Jasmine has always liked. And so it's just fun to see sometimes both heads, but you know, yeah. one, and then you're trying, I was trying to figure out which one, it, which one it was, <laughs> yeah. but not on the interstate. We keep the windows closed when we're going fast. Yeah. That's too fast. This is like at the drive through. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, it was a pretty easy drive. Queso was in uh Jared dad's cargo space with like a nice cushy memory foam bed. Yeah. She was okay. She, she did great. She does. She always does this thing where she wants to, if you open the door, she wants to jump in. And she's so. She thinks she can jump that's in. That's like still. twelve years ago. You might have been able to jump yes. in, but she can't even cow. get her front feet up there anymore. Oh, poor sweetie. She yeah. like she like lift. It's just gets no vert, right? She just lifts. Her feet do not leave the ground, yeah. but she does a little jumping action. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to kind of awkwardly lift her up there because there's so much of her. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, the drive was easy. We stayed outside Savannah like we always do. It was yep. fine. Mm -hmm. um, gotta say, like a a big addition to my life. It's always a little hard to eat on these trips, especially for me as a vegetarian. Yeah. And uh, now Burger King has the Impossible Whopper, which is freaking delicious. And so it's not like normal kind of food that I would eat, but like for road trips where it's like, oh God, I'm hungry. And there's like not going to be anything for three hours to know like I can go to Burger King now. Like that Impossible Whopper was delicious. Yeah. There's a lot more Burger Kings than like um, Panera's on the yeah. side of the road. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it was good. I've had, the, I had the Impossible Burger. It's good. It's tasty. It's not exactly like a burger, but it's an interesting flavored patty. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, for me, I haven't eaten meat in a long time, but, uh, it, it tastes really good. Yeah. It doesn't, does not taste like a old school garden burger. No, it has some real flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It tastes pretty meaty. Uh, yeah. Any other updates you want to add? On the drive or anything? No. 
No, I think we're good. It's nice to be down here. Sure is. You can maybe hear the ocean in the background. Mm-hmm. It's very tropical. The colors are nice. Oh, it's just, so it's all real nice. Yeah. Yep. So I've got all these, like, I still have, you know, a couple weeks left up on campus and I've got a talk to go give at UC San Diego. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to have to be away for a bit in the few, next few weeks. And it makes me sad. It always makes me sad to leave, but now it's like, I just want to be back at my <laughs> tropical house. Yeah, you, you knew that. You knew this, though. I mean, you yeah. knew this was a bit a bop back and forth for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and it will be in the spring too, right? I'll be down here for winter break. But anyway, already ready for a taste of the keys. Yeah, this is not super dramatic, but still good. Man arrested for pointing handgun at another man. Whoa. Yeah. 58-year-old Big Pine Key man was arrested Friday afternoon after pointing a handgun on, at a man on Kajoki. Kajoki is the next key up from us towards mainland Florida. Kristoff oh. Damien Dudska was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. There were no injuries. Deputy Donald Stelkin reported to Kajoki at 3.48 p.m. regarding threats with a firearm. He met with a man and woman who were working on a property. They stated a man... Is that your phone, Giardad? Yes, I was looking for German word of the day stuff. Giardad just likes to be on his phone while I'm talking about Oh, my podcast. goodness. That's not true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they show up at this house. They state The people who are working on the house said a man, later identified as Duzka, was taking pictures of them from over a fence. They asked him to stop, and he did not. The 40-year-old Key West man stated that he walked up to the fence to further confront Duzka, when Duska pointed a handgun at him. So this dude is like peeking over the fence, taking pictures, and they're like, dude, stop taking pictures. And then he pulls out a gun when they come to tell him to stop. Sounds like a winner. The deputy found Duska sitting in the driveway of an adjacent house. He asked him if he had a weapon. He answered in the affirmative. <laughs> the deputy removed and secured the loaded 25 caliber, 25 caliber Taurus registered trademark pistol. <laughs> I have a Taurus Registered trademark? Taurus registered trademark <laughs> revolver. It's, uh, my dad gave that to me. It's bigger it's, than a twenty-five. It is, yes. It fires shotgun shells or very big slugs. It's a forty-five, And uh, 45? It's a four ten shotgun slug. Yeah. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a regular-sized revolver, but it shoots. <laughs> Nobody's getting anywhere Holy if they smokes. come near it. it. So it's, uh, I keep it loaded with, like, alternating slugs and <laughs> shotgun shells. So it's like, if you start coming at me, I'm going to shoot you twice, and one's going to spray you all over, and one's going to kill you. Well, put a big hole in you. They're both going to put big holes in you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it's called... It has two names. One is the judge, and one is the public defender. Uh... <laughs> It's, it's good marketing. <laughs> uh, anyway, shout out to Brazil who manufactures tourist handguns, oh, I guess. Yeah. Um, I've never had to actually use that on a human, but... Of course not. Uh, anyway. Duzka. Duzka stated he was documenting the work being done at the property. I mean, that explains the camera, but not the handgun. He admitted <laughs> to pointing the gun at the other man when the other man approached the French. Duzka was taken to jail. Whoa. Yep. They also do advise, make this happy holiday season. Don't drink and drive. So Don't drink and shoot either. Don't drink and probably confront anyone. If you're going to drink, like hang out at your house with your friends, and if things start getting heated, like send them home in an Uber I mean, you can in go, a lift. You can go to a bar, but you just got to be happy. Stay yeah. happy. No driving. People. No weapons. No confrontations. It's like a good win. What's the German word of the week, dear dad? Can't remember. We, we were just some, talking someone about. Someone was one. suggesting Kumashbeck, but I think we've we done did that. that a while ago. Yeah, which recently. Is like, 
which is like worry fat. Grief bacon. Grief bacon. It's not, but it's worry. It's the fat you, you. Yeah, but we've I, done this, dear dad. I know. All right. So we're not doing Komashbeck again. <laughs> you think you literally just did it again? Yeah. Right? I can't remember what, what we were suggesting. Schokoladenseite yeah. is what you suggested. Yeah, Schokoladenseite. You say. So you that know, literally means chocolate time. Yeah. Treff meine, mach ein Foto von meiner Schokoladenseite, which is the, your, the, like the, if you take a picture, right, is it left side or right side of your face? Yeah. And the Schokoladenseite is the better looking side of your yeah. face. Yeah, so like, make sure you get my good side, Your good side, that's my Schokoladenseite. Yeah, yeah. my chocolate. So it's, the Germans oh, that's right, have I said chocolate time, it's chocolate side. Yeah, so the Germans have figured out that you're not symmetrical and that one side does look better than the other <laughs> to yourself. And so people refer to it as, oh, you... You really got a good picture of me, and you'll say, you really got my Schokoladenseite. You got my chocolate side. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So it's used both literally and kind of figuratively to say, oh, you got a good picture of me. So spell the last part, Zeite. Zeite, S-E-I-T-E, which just means side or... Yeah. Or, yeah. Zeite, which is time, which is what I thought it was, is with a Z. Yeah, no, this is S, yeah. S-E, Schokoladenseite. Schokoladenseite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good word. I didn't know that word, and Jared Dad like said it, and I was like, "Wait, what does that mean?" Uh, oh my good side, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Because chocolate is a good thing in Germany. Yeah, we are. It's I mean, the I home think of chocolate. That's we not come true. from the home of chocolate. That's not true. That's from a Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, those Germans were wrong too. Mr. Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for our little keys update. Um, This podcast episode is going to drop for Thanksgiving. So we hope you all... Holy smoke. We we had all these things lined up for Thanksgiving and now we didn't say them. We did? No. No. Not really. (laughs) It was a happy Thanksgiving, I guess. I hope you all have a good Thanksgiving. Ours is going to be turkey free, I think. I'll make you a turkey if you want one. No, I'll be turkey free. Yeah. If I can catch a chicken, maybe I'll make a chicken, but my track record has been dismal. <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm not really trying. I mean, I'm not trying to do like a leap onto a chicken either because I feel bad, I think, for the old chicken. No, if we really needed one for like life and death, we could have got one. We know where there are chickens to Indeed. be had. Uh, so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And, uh, you know, if you're family's really aggravating you it's okay to like come outside and look at social media for a little while yep happy happy thanksgiving from the girls they don't know what it is but eating a lot certainly is up their alley (laughs) indeed and uh, until next week don't put anyone unless they ask you to (laughs) even then just nibbles nibbles bye bye